and welcome into the Jefferson My Drinks podcast where we are on a mission to make 18 leagues a real thing. So then, boys, pre-season's over. How are we feeling? Which boys are you referring to? Because you're not even bothered introducing us. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we're just, <laughs> let's just, we're let's just, start this again. We're skipping that bit now. <laughs> let's just skip that bit out. It's the season. Everybody knows who we are now, yeah. apparently. You know, you gave me abuse last time around because I didn't say my surname. You're just not so, even introducing us at all now. Just skipping past it. I'm Hallam Monk and I'm going by. Hi, hey. Alan, as long as you're here. <laughs> I'm joined by. Beat my manners. Andy and Harrison. Hi, boys. Three seasons over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thank God for that. I get quite excited about pre-season and then it starts and I realise I've got no interest in watching it. I just want the real stuff to start. So yeah. I'm ready now. I don't, I don't enjoy pre-season at all, to no. be fair. Bring on, bring on Chiefs, Lions. I'm, I'm all in on it. I it's love shocker. the pre-season. Shocker. I know, yeah. Uh, it, why? Th- why? No... What is it about pre-season that excites you? Exactly what we're going to talk about. So who's juicing us up? Like, you look, every, everyone is getting juiced up right now. They're all, like, which yeah. player that's not going to make the fifty-three man roster is getting us excited? I know, but this is this yeah, is that—that's why it's brilliant because there's so many people that have played in these games, and you're like, oh, imagine if we decide to keep them, and then the cut, and it's like, ah, they must all, be better. All preseason does is remind me of, of the mistakes I've made from the past. It's like <laughs> I was listening to somebody around Rams camp talk up Alan Robinson for the entirety of last preseason <laughs> and then drafted him in whatever it was, the fifth or sixth round, thinking I had an absolute stud and it just turned out to be nothing like it. So mm. uh, it just kind of makes you think you shouldn't really believe any of it. But you're right, we are going to talk about some of it and who we're excited about. And no, none of the games actually have any relevance to you know how the team's going to no. go out and do in a year. The Rams got destroyed. Forty-one zero. Forty-one zero. You know, it's never going to happen in the season. Yeah. Everyone's everyone's picking up. You know, any team that's gone three and zero preseason. I like the fact the Ravens' winning streak. Like, I do like that, and it was the yeah. Commanders that did them as well. Yeah. yeah. I do like that for no reason other than the fact that it shouldn't be, that shouldn't have even been a thing. That no, imagine celebrating preseason wins. Yeah. That they were tracking. Whoa, whoa! You leave our preseason wins out of this. Some of us get overhyped yeah. over preseason. Uh, two and one, we Same. were. Right. Yeah, it wasn't bad. It was it was good. It was interesting, really interesting. A lot of players got juiced up though. Like a lot of players got the that's the, what happens. Yeah, the hype, the whatever you want to call it. We're gonna call it juicing, um, because it's just different to what everyone else says. So <laughs> the one other NFL podcast that we listen to, yeah, yeah. they yeah. say it, so we don't want to use it. Yeah. Um, so we're done for plagiarism. We'll go yeah. in a different direction. But if you do listen yeah. to another NFL podcast, they usually call it hype train. Yeah, yeah. and smoke screen. But we're not. We're going to call it the juice. So whose juice is loose around use? Before we go into that, okay. Massive news, especially for me and H, because the Jacobs ETM bet is officially on. Yeah, yeah. It was going to be cancelled because Jacobs might it, not. It wasn't going to get cancelled. It wasn't being cancelled. It wasn't being cancelled. You made the bet knowing the situation. I'm actually happy that Jacobs is there. I think we've all, all of us have said like we didn't think he was going to come back. It it is good to see the best players in the league. He is in a not a great spot with the Raiders, and he is going to be heavily heavily relied on. But it, it, I, I'm excited for it. I stand by my opinion that he will play 10 to 12 weeks and then get a mysterious injury that just gives him enough time to recover before preseason, so he's ready to go on the open market. To someone else? Yeah. Unless they retain the right to tag him. Yeah. Because mm. as, it, as it stands as we're recording, there is 200k in incentives. There's no there's no word on what the incentives are. You know, are they just turning up and doing his job? Yeah. Are they performance based like Saquon's are? He's, he's essentially earning 200, 200. 1.7 million more than he would have done. Yeah. It's a bit like Barkley, isn't it? It's a bit, it, is, it is a bit odd that they've kind of gone, I'm not playing for 10 million. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, you give me 11 and a half, 12. Okay, I'll play. Yeah, I did like, for that. Yeah. yeah so, did is for that, that all you wanted? If that's all you wanted, it feels like they Plus could the have Plus the 200k in incentive. The world, there, there will be a signing on bonus that no one's talked about yet. Yeah. So. If, yeah. If that's all they wanted, it feels so like probably, a, a long term deal. Yeah, but a long term deal feels like it could have got done if that was all it would have taken. Yeah. And, he, and he got a number change as well. Don't know if you saw that exciting uh, tweet that he's went not, out he's there. He's gone to zero, has he? No, he's number. <laughs> he's, not, he's dropped the number two of the twenty-eight, so he's now eight. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about that either. But. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it was a bit of a, a bit of a weird thing that he's apparently so happy now. Uh, it was kind of like 
oh yeah, we changed his number and everything's right with the world again. But it, it to be honest, does if he gave me good. the last six weeks off and then gave me a two million pound bonus, I'd be happy. Yeah, oh yeah. To carry on, and I would be just go back yeah. into work and pretend that nothing had happened. But even if he does just play twelve games, I'm still fairly confident he will have a better year. That would ETN. now that would be we'd have to find a new forfeit for you. Jacobs is better in twelve if, if games. If ETN plays five more games and doesn't outscore him, I'm going to get involved at that point and find out a new. I'm going to add something yeah. into the bet. Especially when Tank Bisbee's been looking real good in preseason. You, I'd be you, nervous if I was is, is Tank Bisbee somebody you're juicing up <laughs> no <laughs> no 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 so on you should have ju- done just to add to it should have yeah I should have done so on the juice up whose juice loose is about this who's with you with me uh, I am going to go with George Pickens which is controversial for me being a Bengals fan but as an impartial fantasy expert <laughs> he's calling himself an expert <laughs> Nobody saw the uh, air quotes. <laughs> and no one ever will. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, George Pickens last year, fairly decent rookie season. 52 passes for over 800 yards and four touchdowns. Pre-season this year, even though no one's paying attention because he's playing against backups. You know, three, caught three passes off three targets, 76 yards and a touchdown. Pretty explosive stuff Yeah, against backups. Um, but the main reason really is because of Pickett. I think Pickett's going to have a massively better year than he did last, last year. You know, this this preseason, he's gone 13 of 15 for 199 yards and two TDs with a passer rating of 158.3, which is double, over double, his rating of 76.7 from last year. It's just a bit depressing, isn't it? I know, Steelers are going to be good again. Everyone hates it. It's just, they're just one of those franchises. This is what I, my same opinion I have about Jordan Love in the, just because it's the Packers, you can just see him being a a, a good to great quarterback, and it's the same yeah. with with Pickett. It's yeah. like it just feels like the the the, the well run, unfortunately, the well run um, franchises tend to land on the right people. So. Yeah, well, I think the, the difference between the Steelers and the, the Packers, right, the, the the weapons that Pickett has yeah. got, yeah, massively better than what's yeah. le- what Aaron Rodgers had decided to leave behind him. From the Packers, with the exception of Aaron Jones. My only, my only, my only issue with Pickett would be, with Pickens, sorry, would be, I think he could be a bit Gabe Davis. Like he's got the, I think it could be boom and bust. So it's worth it. I think it'd be one of them. Do so you think the volume will go to Deontay Johnson? Uh, yeah, Deontay and... Johnson's still going to get, you know, nine targets a game for no touchdowns. So. <laughs> I, <laughs> he's going to score eventually. Mate. Only on one or two. I I said this on the, I think it was. A few episodes ago now, Deontay Johnson is the like the the, the high floor, whereas Pickens is the high ceiling. Uh, yeah, uh, is the high ceiling. I have to say, and this is something that I, I was I've I've said a few times. Like I was massively down on Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett has changed my mind from this preseason. He looks like he's making a massive leap from year one to year two. I I have to agree with you. I don't. I think. I do, I do like you when you say that. Yeah. yeah. Should we just move on if we all agree? You can do if you really want to. <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, well, I've got, I've got two, a couple more points on Pickett. Pickens. 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 Because yeah, this isn't going to get confusing all year. Pickens. But yeah, which which one's the wide receiver? Yeah. <laughs> um, obviously, the AFC North, tough division. Yeah. He's got to play the Bengals, Ravens, and Browns twice. Yeah, it's the Browns. Browns are always going to be the Browns. Meh. Well, the AFC North is always tight. But you take those six games out of it, the Steelers have still got the eighth easiest schedule this year. Yeah. So there should be plenty of time, plenty of opportunity, sorry, for Pickens to go out and score. So I reckon he's going to go for over 1,000 yards and at least eight touchdowns. That's high. The over eight touchdowns is the, the one that I may slightly disagree with because I think the red zone target's probably Fryermuth, I think, this year. But... I'm gonna see if I can find some odds on that. Yeah, I'm, um, I, I, I have to agree with you. I think I think the pickings over a thousand is very realistic this year. I, like I said, I'm I was massively down on Pickett. I think what my one of my biggest criticisms with Pickett um, as a quarterback last year was he didn't score enough points. And I know it's preseason. I know it's preseason hype and everything like that. But he played so well and. 
if that is his jump and he starts to get into the end zone, whether it's Pickens, whether it's Deontay Johnson, Fryermuth, uh, Najee Harris, no matter, you know, they, there's weapons there that can do it. I think they're going to have to rely on the run game to work, um, which is actually a point that I'm going to come into in a little bit. But they have to have the run game work, and Najee Harris can't start slow like he did last year. And I think that will help Pickett, Pickens, even Deontay Johnson to an extent as well. Um, I was high on Pat Fryer move tight end this year. I think he could be. I think the, really, this... have you mentioned any other tight end other than Dallas Goddard? <laughs> I. I'm fairly sure you've not mentioned any other tight end. I in 15 episodes of a podcast, I the only a, one you've mentioned is Dallas Goddard. I did a whole tight end top 10 list, and I think I was the only one that all threw. All 10 with Dallas Goddard. Yeah, I think I was the only one that threw Fryer Muth in there. No, no, he was in mine. He was in I yours. Think I had him at eight or something. Yeah, three to one Pickens to get eight or more touchdowns. And a thousand yards. Is that no, just, just three, just the touchdowns. Okay, it's not bad. That it's not bad. I'd say that. Uh, Pete, over to you. I've gone for two, and they're both rookies, and I've got a hell of a lot to say about them. I just like Juice Vaughn. Is I think he's just it's just an exciting watch. Yeah, like it's one of those where all the talk around it is he's too small. No one of that size has ever done it before. I am, I am loving the videos of him running with the ball with the Benny Hill music. And you just and it might not work, and and I don't like he's never going to be a lead back for someone, and I get that he hasn't got the size to break tackles but I also get that you know you're hearing all these stores, stories that he's he's hard to see behind the line it's like they can't pick him up it's like he's quick yeah. and if he you know and you can imagine that somebody like that is quite hard to tackle because if he's quick and he's getting away from you and you, you know he's, there's obviously less of him to grab at <laughs> no. uh, it's harder to bring him down so that was one and the other one I think I mentioned on when we talked rookies um, when we were doing the dynasty stuff and we've we've said before that the three wide receivers that the Ravens have got one of them is probably likely to at some point break out and become that number one out of the three and I am leaning more and more to the fact that it's going to be Zay Flowers because yeah. all of the noise is positive yeah I think so as well Rashad Bateman is on the field he's off the field he's on the field and I think we talked about it a few a few weeks back where we, we went through how many games he's played and he just never fit and it just looks like it's going to be another one of those seasons and I still think I think Beckham will do his bit, but I think yeah. uh, for me, Zay Flowers has got all the potential to be the number one. Well, behind Andrews probably, but yeah. the number one out of those three. So on on so there's there's two two uh, both of these players I actually Sorry, would what like. Was that? Yeah, both of these uh, players. Uh, uh, two, 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 my check anymore. So, one two one two two. Both of these players I actually do want to have a little bit of a thing on because I actually agree with both of them. The videos are deuce fun. Did you brilliant. get my message earlier about keeping this bit short or what? Yeah. Did you just do this to wind me up? <laughs> yeah. um, but the Zay, Zay Flowers thing, I think people are still going to live off Odell Beckham's name and see him as the, the wide receiver one, which opens up Zay Flowers. The the only thing with deuce fun is, uh, did you see him try and do the third and one in uh, um, no. open tra- uh, training against someone, I can't remember who it was against, he tried to do a third and one and they stacked the box and he literally just went and bounced back it was it was brilliant yeah. that's his only downside but he's a he, he's a yeah. rookie, there's going to be bits in there yeah. so my two, uh, the first one I'll start off with, Quentin Johnson uh, rookie, um, wide receiver he's already third on the depth chart for the Chargers, we've mentioned the Chargers they, they, they're, they're the Chargers the probably preseason favourites every year round but for me, Quentin Johnson's looked really, really good. First TD, you know, really uh, against the Rams with a solid sort of route, uh, caught it in traffic. Then against the Saints, it was the uh, he had three for three on 37 yards. One of them was a 16-yard reception as well, and then two for two for, for against the 49ers. So really, yeah, Quentin Johnson's, uh, I jumped all over that one. And then the other one is um, something that I said, um, I think it was episode five, wasn't it? So... This is what I said on episode five. I'm going to go with a, a, a slightly out-of-the-box one as well. I'm going with the Commanders. Um, no quarterback. I know Sam Howell played okay towards the end of last year, but... So I mentioned that Sam Howell and the Commanders could finish uh, with the first overall pick. After preseason, not a chance. Sam Howell has been brilliant. Um, I've really enjoyed watching him. I watched... Uh, the highlights against the Browns where he's 9 for 12 
77 yards, one TD, and eight yards rushing. And then against the Ravens, he was ninth out of 25, 188 yards, two TDs. Nine out of 25. 25. 19 out of 25. Sorry, sorry, sorry. He was nine for 25. 19. Me and Pete both were like, what? No. But that's pretty good for the commanders. Yeah. Nine for 25. Still better than Heineke. It's better than Carson Wentz. Um, But yeah. Some really, really impressive throws with Sam Howell. If that is a big leap, similar to Pickett from year one to year two, uh, Commanders, I take back everything that I said about the Commanders being poor this year. No, I'm, I'm with you on the on the. Are you all argument. in on Joanne? Joanne's Joanne, in there. Joanne Dotson uh, is. Scary Terry's in there. Joanne moving forward. Yeah. I, 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 I agree with you, Howell. I do, I do agree with Howell. I'm not convinced by Quentin Johnson. For him to have any relevance for fantasy this year, you are banking on injuries. And I know there's a good chance of an injury. I was going to say, like... It's Big Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, and they're always banged up. But I don't like picking players up and hoping that someone else gets injured. But, yeah... Not in in an eight-team league. Seems a bit desperate. Yeah, but he could quite easily be a player in, like, week six, seven, where... He could be be great off the waiver wire. Yeah. And it's someone to keep your well, eye on in an 18 as well. league, I don't think anyone's going to be drafting him. Unless it's a dynasty and he's on your taxi. Yeah. But they, they were my picks of my, no, that's my fine. hypes. That's um, fine. So, yeah. Well, seeing as you, we've all juiced a load of people up, I'm obviously now going to neg someone out. Oh, here it's we all, go. It's all about balance. I haven't picked anyone. It's all about balance. I'm, I'm not negging anyone out. I think yeah. I'm probably the most negative out of three of us. So it's, <laughs> I'll leave it to it's you. It's only all right. All 32 teams have had a great preseason, yeah. haven't they? Yeah. They're all, they're all, everyone's winning at this point, so I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm quite happy to roll with it but until I, you know, Thursday. I'm, I'm not happy just talking good things about people. I've got to, I've got to neg someone so, out. Who is it? Who's upset you? Yeah. Well, he's not even upset me because it's not even his fault. It's Chris Godwin. Oh, let me guess. It's Baker's it's fault. Baker's fault. <laughs> it's Baker's fault. He let me might have already had this chat here. Well, it's the book's management. Just, should we just copy and paste from yeah, the... Yeah, no, I'm not in on Goodwin this year. Godwin this year. The Bucks fans have had to go from Brady to Baker real quick, and it's such, such a slide. Was Brady that good last year, though? No, he, no, he probably still, wasn't. He, Brady's Brady. Better like, than Baker. Yeah, and even if you say those dreaded words that you said um, the the week when you were defending Godwin, like I I will not be, I, I I'm with Ian on this. You can hype up Godwin, you can hype up Mike Evans. You will not see me draft either of them this year. Well, if if someone's going to get the ball, I do think it's going to be Mike Evans. Nine consecutive years with a thousand receiving yards. He's two more seasons like that to get the record. So the Bucks are going to find a way to get it in Mike Evans' hands. He's always the red zone yeah, target maybe. and he's the deep threat. I think he's more likely to score, but in a full PPR, I don't know if there's going to be much mm-hmm. much between them. But then Godwin might not get in the end zone all season. Though. I, I, no. would, I, I, I can agree with you on that. Well, well I made the point on a previous on a previous episode that Baker Mayfield's checkdown ratio is it well, last year was the highest in the NFL. Yeah, in his rookie year, he checked it down four point four point eight percent of the time. What do you reckon his check down percentage was last year? I'll give you a clue, it's higher than 4.8. <laughs> well, he's playing across for the... all of the teams that he played for last yeah. year. Yeah. I, was in a th- I was thinking, like, when he was at the Rams, they didn't have a... They didn't really have a receiver, go did 10%. they? I, I'll go with a solid 8.5. Wow. So he's, One in he's every almost, eight he's almost, he the ball. He's in, in five years, he's almost tripled his check down percentage. Yeah. And that just shows to me, well, if you look at air yards per attempt, rookie year, 4.6 yards, last year, 3.5. So he's just, his confidence is shot. So he's not, he's not, you know, he's just checking it down for the easy pass. Someone's going to miss out. One of his receivers is going to miss out. To be fair, Rashad White for, could have a great year in... To be fair, he was playing for the Rams at the end of last year and they didn't have any wide receivers. So he might have looked up and then gone, no, nah, there's nobody there. So I'll have to check it down. Didn't he have Alan Robinson? Yeah, I got that, 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 yeah, that reiterates my point from earlier. <laughs> Alan Robinson and Jefferson and Ben Skronek. That was probably why he checked it down. But yeah, because of, of the Baker decision, I think Kyle Trask would have been a much better quarterback for Chris Godwin. Baker's going to have a couple of good games this year, but they won't be enough. Well, he, no. well he's just had the chance to do three of them in pre-season. <laughs> right, I'm moving this on before you start uh, really ripping into him. So we're coming to week one. So week one is round the corner, and we Not lost want... yet. I'm unbeaten in yeah. three leagues. For now, 
Uh, great I'm preseason. Five, so <laughs> yeah. I'm doing all right. This is my favorite yeah. time of the year. I'm um, completely unbeaten. <laughs> we're going to move it on to 500. This, yeah. To fantasy matchups that we quite fancy. And we're going to pick one quarterback, one running back, one wide receiver for each of these. Just going to talk about them. Because exactly, tight ends are a nightmare. Yeah. Tight, tight ends are hard unless it's Kelsey or Andrews. We'll Andrew. just pick Kelsey and yeah, Andrews. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Kelsey, I reckon, might do all right this week. Yeah. Um, so we're gonna, we, we, we may throw in a tight end from time to time, but for, for week one, I feel like these th- three positions are where we're going to have a look at. We're going to talk about the quarterbacks first. And each of us will come up with a different one, all for various different reasons as well. So we're going to come on to each other's reasons for why we're we're interested in this sort of matchup that we've got. So Pete, do you want to start us off with your quarterback? I yeah, I've gone Geno Smith against the Rams. Shocker! Uh, I tried to be a little bit. Out it was either that. Geno or Kirk Cousins coming in, wasn't it? So I th- I think Geno's opening schedule for the first few games, if you if you own him. And I may have just traded for him in Dynasty. Um, if you own him, I think it's... How old is Gino? I mean, he's about 34, isn't he? Yeah. And you picked him up in, just for this year? Nothing no, wrong. I traded for him with Matt Stafford. Uh, he's a lol. Yeah, yeah, well, no, I don't know, actually, know if he's a lol. I think about the same age, aren't they? Yeah, it was, um, as you called it, it was a vanilla trade, but I quite, I quite liked Matt it. Matt Stafford for Gino Smith. I quite liked it. You know, good trade to make. Everybody wins on that one. Yeah, they start at home to the Rams and then they're away at the Lions and then they're at home to Carolina. And I was like, that's a pretty nice start for Gino. But we're talking week one, I think. they, they He's 32 years old. Go out there, just going back to your point, going going out there and I think you just carrying on from where he was last year. We talked about Metcalf, we talked about Lockett. Uh, hopefully Smith and Jigborough will be fit enough to play. He's got, he's, he's got potentially two running backs, although I know they've both been... Dig- Dealing with niggling injuries across the across preseason, I just fancy I, I just fancy the Seahawks in one of those later games on the first Sunday on red zone to just put up thirty points against the Rams because I just don't think I think the Rams we talked about will be okay, but I think it'll take them a few weeks to get to the point where they're okay and and really sort of settle down. So I was more than happy. I think Gino's a good shout for week one. Gino's thirty two and Matt Stafford's thirty five. There you go. There you go. It's an upgrade. I've just upgraded. There you go. Three. I've just taken three years off yeah. my. Macca definitely look at the ages, did he, when he did that trade? No, no. he doesn't need. Macca's all, in, all in for the season. Yeah, he doesn't need age. No, <laughs> he just needs them. To just be, need to win this just, year. They just need to be alive until January. And it's fine. <laughs> so yeah, Geno Smith's the one for me. Uh, Ian, uh, yeah, I'm going to go with Lamar Jackson against the Houston Texans. Lamar's comeback year opens up playing against last year's 31st defense. It's a, points it's, allowed. It's a very friendly matchup. That yeah, yeah, in 30th in yards allowed. So I know I know you can't you can't go off last year's stats to reflect this year's, but it's week one. We've not really got any evidence from preseason. You know you got Texans built up Will Anderson in the first round, picked up a defensive end in the fourth round. So they're obviously going to be stronger defensively. But you just got to go against what you know. Um, the ability of Lamar to run the ball, the fact he's ending out there on Sunday with the points approved after last year, I just think he's going to run all over the Texans. Yeah, and he's you know I'm. I'm 30 points potentially from Lamar Jackson this week yeah I agree it might it might get to the point where the Ravens are trying to run the clock down which again just puts the ball in Lamar's hands the only, the only issue is that they might end up sitting him depending on how badly the Texans do I don't see it there's a chance though I, I, I think I think he would, have had, he would have had to put up quite a lot of points to get to, I, yeah. to, get to the, I, that point anyway I completely disagree with the last point you've made but I do agree that Lamar against the Texans is a really good matchup there's no way it gets to the point where the, the Ravens are benching Lamar Jackson he is going to be fit and he is going to be healthy but I I don't what, even I, for the last five minutes I just don't last see drive. it last drive they get four scores up in the fourth quarter he's seen I don't. I think that's yeah. Age's point. He doesn't see them being four four scores up yeah. against his beloved Texans, who, just... have, who have absolutely destroyed the preseason. <laughs> oh yeah, it's two and one, two and one Texans, two, two and one. Yeah, I, I I agree though. Lamar in this game, like when when the schedule came out, it was probably the worst. Other than the Bengals, I'd say that it's probably the worst team that the Texans are going to play this year. And when you've got fully fit Lamar 
fully fit Mark Andrews, uh, OBJ, whether you like him or not, Zay Flowers. Like they, the o- the only downside for the Ravens is that they've not got the RB one because um, J.K. Dobbins is injured. But yeah, is he? It, what a shock! Yeah, I know. But like, I thought he was all right. No, I thought he was back on pop. Oh. He, he might be know. off now. Like, be. I don't know. Um, but yeah, like I, I, I do agree. It's going to be a big score for Lamar, um, and we're also going to see the the new Ravens offense as well because there's a new offensive coordinator this year. So I'm quite interested uh, for that as well. He's off the pup. He's off the pup. He could play week one. There we go. Mine's more of an interest, uh, my quarterback, and it's not that I think he's going to. I'm confused. What do you mean? It's more of an interest. So, so you my... gave us a brief. Yeah. yeah. And then you change the brief no, no. without so, telling us. You just, no, no, just so, want to watch him. No, so I, I genuinely believe he will have a, a good point scoring game. Um, I've gone with Desmond Ritter. It's one of them where if you are in an eight team league, yes, start your your main quarterback, which is one of the big eight. If your main quarterback is Desmond no, Ritter, no, don't no. don't it's, don't it's do not, this game anymore. Yeah, no, it's not it's not that. It's more of a if you're in a super flex league and you want to potentially pick up another quarterback, having a look at the Desmond Ritter in week one is gonna be his highest like highest chance of scoring a lot of points. Can I make a bit more can I just give one piece of advice before you can Don't on? do this ever if again. You, if you no, not to you. <laughs> Just to anybody listening, if you're in a Superflex League, also don't start Desmond Ridley week <laughs> one. So, uh, it, this, this one for me is the one that it, it's interesting because, one, the Falcons are going to run the ball an awful lot. We know that. But I want to see, it from a fantasy standpoint, why the Ridder pick for me is, the, is quite interesting is also to see how he is linking up with Drake London and Kyle Pitts and whether they become people that you want to potentially trade for or something like that. I think the, there's more to just the, him as the quarterback for this week that m- makes it an interesting one for so me. So absolutely nothing about his matchup. No, his matchup's good. He's going. I, I think the Falcons are going to have the ball a lot because Who they're going against the rookie quarterback. Panthers. Uh, yeah, they're playing the Panthers. We've... In, I know it's pre-season. He's probably second second string going out there in the O-line for the Panthers, but the Panthers' O-line looked pretty poor. Um, Bryce Young took some big hits. I think that potentially the Falcons are going to get the ball a lot. And if you're you're, you're in a, a bit of a pickle, um, and it would be a very... <laughs> if you're in a week one pickle. <laughs> yeah. If you're in a week one pickle... Um, <laughs> You've just, got yourself into no. a whole world of pain <laughs> no, if you're in a pickle by week one. But I just, I just, I just like the idea it's of. Gonna have to be the, some injuries, injuries between now and Sunday for me to get anywhere near picking up Desmond Ritter and sticking him in my lineup. But I, I just think it's an interesting one to have a look at. I think you might have from a suit. This, mate. I'd, I'd, I probably have, <laughs> um, but I, I do like it though. I, I just wanted, like, I tell you what, when you Ritter should... goes out and puts up 28 points, yeah, we are we're gonna, like, stupid, we are gonna we? sit here next week and take our yeah. medicine, mate. You'll be out, of, you'll be <laughs> yeah. out of run one round us. I, I, well, you two both went with really like solid quarterbacks that should have really good games. I went with someone outside yeah, the box. Yeah, because we thought that was the brief. That was the no, brief. That, that is the brief. I, I looked it's at just, the matchup yeah. and I found a quarterback who you would expect to yeah. destroy a team. I just went with one that's outside the box. I've done it quite a lot so far on the podcast, so why change a habit that I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm picking through? Richardson next week, no matter what happens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's interesting. I've got no idea what's going to happen. No. Pete, over to you, your running back. I've gone with uh, Aaron Jones against the Bears. I think uh, the Bears have been bigged up a lot in preseason. And I've been part of that because I, I like Justin Fields. I like what they're doing. But they still, their defense was not very good last year. They, I, I don't see that much improvement on it. And I think there's an element of two things. One, I don't, I don't think the Bears are going to be, I think the Bears will be a decent side, but I don't think they're going to like absolutely destroy teams. And secondly, with the pack, I think we all like Aaron Jones and Jordan Love. I think has got plenty of potential. But in week one, I can see a lot of. Oh, I'll just give Aaron Jones the ball and watch him go. And yeah, I think I've, yeah. I could see Aaron Jones having a really big, a really big game on uh, in week one. No, yeah, I agree. I totally agree with this one. Yeah, Ian, I've gone with Nick Chubb against the Bengals. Yeah, the Bullcogs, you know, the Bengals' day is is decent. Especially, especially stopping the run, 
You know, we've invested on the D-line. We've got Miles Murphy in the first round. We've got Chidobe Awuzie coming back at corner. So, <clears throat> our D is looking a lot better this year. However, the return of Deshaun Watson means good things for Nick Chubb. Yeah. Which could be a bold thing to say, really. But if you look at what Deshaun Watson did when he only six games back last year, he was 39th of all QBs based on passive accuracy. All QBs that played oh. at least six games. Right. 39 how many? 39? Well, I, d- I deleted anyone after 39 on the spreadsheet because right, okay. it did not matter. So Th- all, of all QBs that played six or lot. more games. 39 is a lot to play six Deshaun, games yeah, last year. Deshaun, so. Deshaun Watson. We had like Colt McCoy that came in for yeah. six or seven and um, and he, he threw almost as many interceptions as he did TDs five to seven so um, it, don't, it don't matter how well or not well Sean Watson throws the ball he's, he's always going to be a threat with his feet Yeah, he's always going to be a threat in the run game so now defence is now going to kill him. I know I know Brissett's a big run of the ball well, but, he's not on Deshaun Watson's no, level though, is he? not on Deshaun Watson's level so Deshaun Watson defence is going to have to key onto that you have to pay more attention to the run game coming from Deshaun, which means Nick Chubb's going to get more opportunity. Yeah. He's going to get more one-on-one opportunities and he's an absolute beast in one-on-ones. So I think Nick Chubb is going to have a decent week. Add to the fact that the Bengals traditionally we start slow. We're 0-2 last year. We were 0-2 the year before. We're not great in the opening weeks. I can see the Browns beating us and I can see Nick Chubb having a great game. Well, no. I don't think they'll win, but I, I, I agree with the Nick Chubb show. Talking of agreeing, I've got Alex Madison. Good, it's a very good show. Possibly the most informative thing you've said on this podcast. Is, is this because you think he's going to have a good game, or you just want to see how he does? <laughs> no, in a workhorse role. No, so no, well, they've, there, got, there they've is, got a good matchup. There, there, there is that. I, he's going against a very, very poor books team. Uh, no matter how you try and sell me the books with your or yeah, Pete with his Baker Mayfield love. I don't think any of us are selling you the books. I know. I, I, t- I tip the books to be the worst team in the NFL this year. Yeah. Really yeah. I just think Madison's going to have a really good game. I actually think the Vikings have to rely on the run game to be able to free up uh, Jefferson, Hawkinson, and Addison because a lot of teams are going to go, well, it, we're going against those three a little bit more sort of defensively, which means it should open up the run game a little bit for Madison. First chance to see him as an RB1 as well. Like a, a, a legit RB1, uh, not covering for Dalvin Cook. So for me, Matson, I think that's going to be a, a, a solid one. Yeah, I think uh, the, with the Vikings, we've talked about it, they're going to have to score a lot of points, um, whoever they play. And I think I always fancied them at home. And he, he was, you know, I've got him in a few of my fantasy teams. I've already looked like he's a plug and play for week one. Just, you know, hope that he is what I have talked him up to be and hope. And it turns out to be that. Yeah, I mean, if, if, if you've you, you drafted points, him, you've got to play him. Yeah. yeah, if he scores eight points now this weekend, that'll be number one on my gripes next week that we can talk about. Uh, yeah. I'll be fuming be as straight well. Straight on the trade block. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's go to wide receivers, Pete. Who's your wide receiver? I have gone with Joanne Dotson uh, against, oh, the, <laughs> against the Cardinals. Oh, it's just, it's just your dynasty team, this. It's, it's not. I went Aaron Jones. I mixed it up. Because H had taken Madison, so I had no <laughs> choice. And I only had Gino a few days ago. No, D- Dotson against the Cardinals. I mean, it's a good matchup. I think if if what if the Commanders are going to ever put up any points, this is the week to do it. Yeah. And McLaurin, and they're gonna they're, by the, by the time we get to the weekend, they're gonna say he's not struggling with his toe and all that sort of stuff. But I just think there's a chance that he gets off to a bit of a slower start. And if you're going to play John Dotson, this is the week to play him. I actually really agree with this. Yeah, one. yeah, great matchup. If you're playing so, fantasy football this year, you've got to be looking at every team who plays the Cardinals every week and yeah. going right. Well, if you've got someone on your roster and they're playing the Cardinals, I mean, you're going to have to have a pretty stacked roster to to start leaving them on the bench, aren't you? Yeah. Ian, your wide receiver for this week? I'm in Ross St. Brown against the Chiefs. I think <clears throat> opening night of the season, Thursday night football, Chiefs Lions. I think it's probably going to be one of the highest scoring games of the weekend. Ooh. Two Ds that aren't particularly great. Yeah. So this is something that Chiefs I, last year were nineteenth. Lions were 29th. So there could be a load of points going up. Lions are gonna have to try and keep up with Mahomes. Yep. Who's gonna get the ball? And we're at St. Brown because Jameson Williams is banned for six games. 
Sam Laporta. Well, he's got a good. I, <laughs> I, I said in the tight ends. So <laughs> I, I, had, I had Sam Laporta in my top ten tight ends for the season. He's got a great case in the first six weeks to carve yeah. out a big role in the offense. Yeah. Jameson Williams being suspended. The first six weeks should be massive from Arsene Brown, and the fact that you know Goff's going to be airing it out. He's probably probably going to be airing it out, trying to keep up with Mahomes. You know, there's only one person that ball's going to. Yeah. It's Amarasin Brown. Um, my one is a little bit of a funny one, I'd say. But I really really, I you. really like uh, it. Again. <laughs> um I've gone T Higgins um against the Browns and the reason for it is last year this was one of the games where T Higgins actually performed better than Jamar Chase. I think a week was one Jamar. of the games where Chase was injured. No, no, Chase was Chase played. Higgins was six receptions for seventy eight yards, which was averaging about thirteen and I think Chase was six receptions for like 48 yards. I know the Bengals had a shocking game against the Browns in in one of the the losses, but that was because they were resting players and things like that. I just I, I like T Higgins' matchup here because I think Jamar Chase is going to take a lot away, and I think it's going to be quite an open game, similar to what you said with your Nick Chubb point. I think it's going to be quite an open game. I think Burrow is going to do Burrow things, um, and he's going to wear the ball out and. I think T Higgins is uh, T Higgins is my my sort of player where I go. Oh, I, I wish I had drafted him, but because he's not a wide receiver one, that's why I've not drafted him a lot of the time. It's one of those really funny funny selections with me. But this game for me, I think T Higgins is going to have a solid game. I hope you're right. I've, I've got Jamar Chase all over the place, so I hope you're wrong. But it's nothing against, It's literally a personal thing. It's nothing against yeah. you in any way, shape, I've or form. I don't want to see Jamar Chase in any league. You know, I've not missed the game. Next bit that we're going to have a talk about is... That's right. We're doing a section called Selection Nightmares, where we look through all of our leagues and we pick two players, or several players, because H loves his honourable mentions, who we just can't decide who we're going to play for this week. So I'll go first. Oh, you you treat yourself. I'll treat myself and I'll go first. I can't decide this week between Damian Pierce or Isaiah Pacheco. I know where I'm going. It's not um, even a debate. I'm, I'm <laughs> fortunate I'm going to agree with H. I think, yes! I think it's Damian Pierce. Let me ju- make my case. <laughs> allow <laughs> I me, you didn't have a case. Allow me to elaborate. Oh, mine is I'm, pr- I'm pretty me. sure he's asking us for our advice. Yeah, I think you might have misunderstood the point of this. Okay, yeah. fine. Go Did on. you read the? Tell us, uh, it's mega important for me because. Tell us what you probably. The league is. I've got to make a decision in. I'm playing against last year's champion. Yeah. Who's our third year rookie who knows nothing about the American football? <laughs> so I have to win this match. It's the league where I'm a running back short. I only took four in the draft, and one of them's Kamara, who's suspended for three games. So I've only got three running backs to choose from. I'm on RB one is Akala. He's locked in. Obviously, he's locked in. Are you sure? No, I can't decide whether it's going to be Pierce or Pacheco coming in to back him up. I mean, obviously, concern with Pacheco is volume related in a pass heavy offense. Rightly so, because the offense leans on the arms of Patrick Mahomes. And who wouldn't? Last season, Damian Pierce had 50 more rushing yards, rushing attempts than Pacheco, and 17 more catches. So he, t- he appears to be the obvious choice. But Texans are playing the Ravens. I've already said could potentially be getting blown out so the yeah. Texans could be abandoning the run game early the, the reason I would lean Pierce uh, over Pacheco especially in week one is I think your volume is more guaranteed with Pierce than it is with Pacheco there's always the things with the Chiefs they're becoming a little bit like the Patriots some years gone by and that there was you 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 always kind of go well it looks like Pacheco especially on first and second downs and then they'll just bring out Clyde Edwards Hilaire for the first week and go and just run him on three you know consecutive downs and then you just get to the end of the game and you've not seen Pacheco once and that could really like I don't I don't foresee that happening I don't expect it to happen but it's the sort of thing that happened to me if I start Pacheco on the opening night I think at the weekend and that's going to ruin your Friday and Saturday so possibly what, what about you H so mine isn't e- mine. My point isn't even to do with the fact that I love the Texans so much. So hear me out on this one. You mentioned earlier that you think Armand Ra is going to have a great game because 
the Lions are going to have to air it out. If the Lions air it out, the Chiefs are going to air it out, and their catching back is not Pacheco. It's going to be McKinnon. I also see McKinnon, uh, based off what we saw last year, as the end, uh, red zone sort of running back because he has that versatility of, of the catching. That being said, the the flip side of that is right now the Texans actually have a strong one-two combo. So it, it's for, for me, Pierce is, the, is a lead back who is going to do a, an awful lot more. I think for for me, the Chiefs is going to be more of an aerial shootout, and that's why I'd lean more to Pierce, That, in my opinion. Right, so I'm picking Pacheco then. Nice one. <laughs> Pete? Uh, mine is in the same league, actually, and it's for my flex, because my running backs and wide receivers are pretty locked in. Uh, so this is full PPR, Jerry Judy or Deontay Johnson. And I'll tell you my issue is that Deontay Johnson feels like a little, little bit more he's guaranteed the work, but he's playing the 49ers D. And whilst Jerry Judy is a bit more of a gamble, he's playing Vegas. Yeah. So it's like this leaves me in a bit of a, a nightmare. I did have Hollywood in those with the three of them, but I've decided I'm going to leave Hollywood for a week and see what happens with Kyler. Okay. So what do you think, Judy or Johnson? Personally, I go Judy. I think his matchups better. Judy against the Raiders, or Deontay Johnson against the Forty Niners. Forty Niners are notoriously stronger defensively, but it's the way Russell Wilson's been playing makes me doubt that. Yeah, I was going to say I was going to go Johnson over Judy. So we've been no help to you, Pete. Thanks, thanks very much. Purely because I've got more belief in Kenny Pickett against the Niners than I have against than I have for Russell Wilson against anyone really. Yeah. I'll, um, just, I'll, I'll just roll the dice. In fact, I'll probably just go with Judy because he plays he, later. Yeah. So I'd, I'd, just more, put, I'd just put Hollywood in so instead just, now. Yeah, yeah, it's about three hours more hope before it all kicks off at 25 past nine. Do you know what I would do if I were you? What? I'd bring in Alexandra Madison, who sat on your bench in that league. Yeah, the, i tell you what the thing is, and maybe I'm playing this wrong, but it's why full... Is, why is Jameer Gibbs... Got four point one five. I have no idea. It's the NFL. It's crap, uh, as he has already pointed out. Unless they want to sponsor us, and it's the best. It's uh, the NFL. Well, I've said sponsor. unless they're prepared to relook at my <laughs> draft ranking, I don't want anything to do with them. It's this. Do you know what? It's the full PPR element of it makes me all in the flex always lean towards wide receivers over running backs. Yeah. And then H made a point earlier that Deontay Johnson is going to be the volume receiver. Yeah. Yeah. It, that is the thing. Like they're playing he, the Forty Niners, D. Nobody might be uh, the, the volume receiver. Mm. It's a tough one. It I'll is, work it out. Yeah, it is a tough one. That one. Throw Madison and Hollywood in there. Oh, just <laughs> it's, it's not an argument, is it? No. Yeah. Um, mine is again same league as uh, your one, and mine is for my second running back spot. With this though, I've I've not got I've not gone with two people, boys. I've gone with my honourable mentions. I've got four to choose from. I've got to fill one spot. To fill one spot. Which is a little bit like I can't be arsed thinking about how to work this out myself, so I'll just ask you two lads. Well, I'm here's, I'm, here's my entire I'm literally team. Going, yeah, I'm, who should I pick? If I'm you can't narrow it down, as if, well. you, if you can't narrow it down, oh, you are playing against me. Yeah. This, am I supposed to give you the right advice now? Yeah, because I've just given you the right advice right. for the way that I looked at well, you. He, he didn't say Deontay Johnson. Go on, give us your four um, players so that you want us to pick from. It's between San. Well, I'll. I'll limit it to three. I'll go with Sanders against um, against the Falcons, Kenneth Walker against the Rams, or Cam Akers against the Seahawks. I would go Sanders. I think I would be nervous. If you've got an option, I would be nervous starting Kenneth Walker when we don't know what the deal's going to be with him and Charbonnet. Like if, I had the, if you had the option to just sit him for a week and see what it looks like in week one. That's how I mean. I know they've both been dealing with injuries across preseasons. So. You, you mean Carbonet? Yeah, Carbonet, which is a great name for him. <laughs> and Cam Akers, Cam Akers, it depends what you want. I mean, Sanders is the higher floor, Cam Akers is the one who could just explode. Yeah, so much. I've but then last year, Cam Akers literally exploded. Cam yeah. Akers was very underwhelming at the end of the year. He was brilliant, yeah. This is like this is the thing. 
because I didn't get that elite running back because someone started the draft early. Uh, oh, we won't start that again. But it it it's a difficult one. I'm so high on Sanders. But I feel I'm surprised the, that you're struggling with this debate because you've gone on about Sanders. I know, for so but long. I feel like the it, I don't I, I feel I don't like you've got some conviction with you. Mm. So I'm the, go, I'm all in on I Sanders. Think, yeah. I think the debate is more between Sanders and Acres. Yeah. Than it is with Walker in there. Yeah. Purely because of Carbonic being involved. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, you've I, picked I, up if you've if you've picked up Miles Sanders for the last few weeks. I go with Sanders. And then you pick Acres over him and Sanders falls out. You're going to look pretty I'll, stupid. I'll be fuming as well. Right. Sanders it is, then. That was Selection Nightmares, week one. Yeah. Yeah. No sound to end out? No? All right. No, mind. No. All right. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> Pete, edit that out as well. I'll play, I'll, play the, I'll play the intro in reverse yeah. to make it clear that we're finished. Let's wrap this week up with... Week... Another 30 minutes yeah, with... of us talking nonsense. <laughs> Again, let's cut that bit out. So, let's no, <laughs> gotta get better with this. These co- comments like that that help, Pete. Let's wrap this week up by having a look at the games, and we're going to do basically win loss. Who's going to win? Who's going to lose? Uh, okay. We'll do two two on one. Whoever goes with it, yeah, majority. Yeah, majority decision wins. That's one way of saying Cheers, it. Pete. <laughs> yeah. That's why I keep you on here just to to yeah. help me out when I need it. Um, so I was we'll... more than happy to let you plough through that. Age. I was yeah. just going to leave you to it. So we'll start off. Week one, game one. Lions versus Chiefs. Lions. Chiefs. I'm going to go Chiefs. I do completely understand why you've gone Lions. I think the Chiefs. It's no hard. one's going into. I'm, I, I'm, I, bold prediction. No one's going into Arrowhead opening night of the season and beating the Chiefs. Except the Lions. The NFL will not allow it. Oh, because it's scripted. <laughs> oh, God. Game number two is the Panthers versus the Falcons. Falcons. Yeah, I'm I'm Falcons as well. I'm Falcons. Yeah. Clean sweep on the Falcons. Clean sweep on the Falcons. Uh, Bengals versus the Browns. I've gone Browns. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Bengals. I'm agreeing with Pete again. Sorry, Ian. Sorry. Um, Sorry. I'm gonna go. I I I will not mind being wrong on this one. Texans versus the Ra- Ravens. Ravens. Texans versus the Ravens. I think, I think it's going to be a clean sweep, is it not? Yeah. Ravens. Yeah, yeah. Texans. No, I mean, yeah, yeah Ravens. <laughs> Ravens. Yeah, Ravens. Sucks that that is the first game for us. Jags versus the Colts. Jags. Yeah. I think this is another clean, uh, clean sweep. Uh, yeah, Jags for me. Vikings, Bucks, or Bucks, Vikings. Vikings. I'm going Vikings yeah, Vikings as well. As well. Yeah, Vikings. I think there's a few that I like. What I love about week one is there's a couple of these we're going to be wrong about because anything can happen in week one. Yeah, yeah. And um, but there's a few where I just you just I don't know before it happens you just can't see it happening. No, well we will when we get to about week four or five. Yeah, we might you know better informed because preseason doesn't preseason doesn't help us form any kind of opinion on a team. The only yeah. one out of them that. I mean, obviously, I'm likely to say this. The only one that I would potentially say that is is the Colts, and only because it's at Lucas Oil. Like, it's not that, that's, I, I, promise, I know, I don't, yeah. I, I don't think it. No, I don't think one. it will, and that's why I've gone Jags as well. But it's like Texans going into the. You can, can you see the Texans going into the Ravens no. and winning there? No, that's why I went with the, the Ravens. Going into the Vikings and winning there. Like, I'll just, be honest, I don't see the Bucks winning many games. Like, I actually see no. them being very, very poor. That's um, three on the trot. We've all agreed on. This one, I reckon there may be a slight disagreement. Titans versus the Saints. Uh, yeah, Titans versus the Saints. Saints. I'm going I know you're going Saints. Yeah, I'm all in. Because it's Derek Carr. No, I, I am Saints. I think the Saints' run defense is uh, strong. Pete? I'm disagreeing. I'm going to go Titans. Boy, it makes no difference. Because of D Hop. For the purpose. No, I just, I know it's one of those, like I say, I'm looking. I'm looking down here and I'm looking for the shocks and that's one of those that I can see being a bit of a shock. Still don't rate the Saints and I don't rate Derek Carr, so... Next one is the 49ers versus the Steelers. No, it's got to be Niners. Yeah. I, I think... You... 
You're debating it, Pete. I, do you know why I'm debating it? Because I don't like... And if, if I think 49ers will win, and I will say 49ers, but I would never bet on them. I do not like betting on West Coast teams who come over to the East for a 6 o'clock kickoff. Or the 1 o'clock kickoff, as it is over in the States. I just don't think... It, and in the first game of the season, Steelers, I could fully see the Steelers. I'd have to look at the odds, which I haven't done yet. But that might be Steelers might be one of the outside bets that I put on. But if I was just if there's no money on the line and I just had to pick a winner, I'm not picking against the 49ers. They're too strong. Yeah, we're not we're not looking at a spread either, are we? No. Um, this is this is the one game that I've looked at and gone. I think there potentially could be an upset, but I am going to go with the favourites of the 49ers with it. I, I genuinely believe the Steelers could upset them though. That's the one that I believe is going to be quite close. Uh, next one after that is the Cardinals versus the Commanders. No, hang on. Let's look at the spread. Let's just take a second. I just want to see what it is. Be, it's one of those. You moan that the, what? The, the the thing's always extended. No, well, we've this got a minute. Like... What, um, what's the... Uh, what, what do we think? Three. You think three? Yeah. Five and a half. This guy better have got it at two and a half. Hold that. It, do, it doesn't surprise me. Ste- the Steelers are the one team... Maybe I will back the 49ers. Yeah. I don't really think it's going to be that close. Anyway, yeah, I'm going 49 Do we have a clean sweep then on 49ers? Just, yeah. I right. think me and you were debated that one a little bit. Okay. Um, Cardinals versus Commanders? Commanders. This will be a clean sweep. Yeah, I think yeah. the commies. Um, it, it's I, a don't, bit... I don't see the Cardinals winning a lot of games. No, I don't. It kind of sucks a little bit because they're not... Like, of, of the teams that you, you, you want to do like poorly they're not one that springs to mind Packers versus the Bears I don't want anybody to not win games either. oh I do the Browns no, this no, year yeah, so that we can we can pick up Marvin Allison yeah Allison I suppose there is that but I, I do think there's an element of across the year you want it to be competitive don't you <sighs> I don't know I quite happily watch the Cowboys lose every week no but you get to <laughs> no, but lose close games. It's when it yeah, gets, when yeah, it gets, yeah, yeah. Heartbreakers. When it gets to week ten, it, when it gets to week ten, it's in like, overtime from a field goal from seventy yards every week. Yeah. yeah, when you get to the middle of like the bye weeks, and suddenly there's like three teams. Like there's a team that's two and seven playing another team that's two and seven, and you. Just, what is the point of that? God, yeah. I, like, I wish I mentioned this one now, Pete. Go on. Anyway, go on. Uh, Packers versus the Bears. I'm gonna go. Packers. I'm going to go Bears. I'm going to agree with you, Ian. I'm going to go Bears for this one. I think this one's an, it's a rookie another... QB we know receivers versus Justin Fields and you know a more stacked offense. I mean, obviously, I hope that um, Justin Fields and DJ. And Moore, I know, jo- I know Moore, Jordan Love's not technically a rookie. Day. Jordan Love's yeah. not a rookie, but it's his first season. Yeah. Uh, Raiders versus the Broncos. I've got I've got Raiders. I'm putting it on Josh Jacobs's back. I'm going Broncos. I'm going with Broncos with this one. That's fine. Um, as long as Jacobs gets, joins the 50 club. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not setting the bar. Then, then H is in a hole from week one, isn't he? Yeah. You're not setting the bar too high then. <laughs> yeah. That's all I want is 50 points in week one. Yeah. I, w- I want Josh Jacobs to be 200 points ahead by week 10. Next game is the Dolphins versus the Chargers. I'm really looking forward to this game as well. So be, this, could, is, now this could be the game of the weekend. This is yeah. the one that I, when you said earlier... I think this could be the highest point scoring game or one of you said it earlier I said it about Lions Chiefs the, the Lions Chiefs this is I said the game one off yeah this is the game where the I would I would honestly go this is going to be the highest scoring game which means it's going to finish 9-6 and be an absolute snooze fest but Dolphins Chargers who are we going with I'm going Chargers as am I ooh I'm going to go Dolphins. You not, like, like you're just making this up as you go because my my answers are written down, so I I'm, I'm no. not thinking about them at all. Well, I have thought no, about them. I, I've thought prior about. To us recording. I'm making it up as I go along. Yeah. Right. I've thought about my. Thought about it. Yeah. Because I think about the NFL all the time. Yeah. yeah. Um, Specifically <laughs> for this podcast. Twenty-four <laughs> eight. Yeah. I think this next one's going to be another clean sweep. Eagles versus the Patriots. Eagles. Yeah. Yep. Next one is the Rams versus the Seahawks. Seahawks Gino all the way Gino yeah I agree uh, another clean sweep there Seahawks uh, next one is Cowboys versus the Giants I'm having Giants I'm going Cowboys 
I'm trying to remember what I said on the podcast with Alan, um, and I think I said the Cowboys for this one. Fair enough. We've gone Cowboys. Cowboys for that one, yeah. Cowboys. And then rounding Do we need off. Need to ask Pete what the answer yeah. is to this last one. Bills v Jets. No, you don't. <laughs> J E T S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Uh, yeah, it's the Bills for me. I'm actually going to back Pete up. Yes. You both. Oh, you didn't say that in the. Uh, the no, well, you the can Jets. change his mind. Yeah, no, pre season hype's yeah. got to. He's been watching Hard Knocks, hasn't no, he? No, it's just, it's just the, the more I think about it. The Jets have a really good team. Well, they've got a much better day. I think this. I, I just think it could. I'm, that's the game. I think I'm looking forward to that more than Dolphins. Chargers. I think I think Dalvin Cook signing for the Jets has swung it. Yeah, I'd only, yeah. I only. Do you know what? I think I'm only looking forward to it because it's like a. It's an on. It's on. It's on its own. It's a Monday night football. So you know you've got all the football. That's the problem with Dolphins Chargers. I'm not going to get to sit there and watch it properly because whatever happens, I can pull that. Put that on one screen and have something else on another screen, but you're still going to be trying to keep up with everything that's going on with your fantasy teams. Yeah. Whereas I'm really looking forward to getting up in the rid- ridiculous o'clock in the middle of the night and sitting there and watching Jets Bills to finish the weekend. Yeah. yeah. I think it could be a really good game. Well, I have said, I have said, I, th- I think the Bills could drop off this year. Yeah. I don't. I don't think they've improved at all in terms of acquisitions and drafting. I don't think they've improved as a team since last year. I think they're potentially worse. I think the Jets have improved. Darwin got Aaron Rodgers. The Jets. I think, I think the Jets could do them week one anyway. Yeah. Yeah. In the return leg, probably not. I think the the Jets are probably the team that have maybe done that much in the off season where if it works, it could be frightening. And like you say, the the Bills haven't really. I mean, I like the Kincaid pick, but as we mentioned on the tight end podcast. The Titans don't rookie tight ends don't do well. Um, it'll take him and two, three still not years. Whether he's yeah, tight end one. Yeah. Do you, do you know what I like about no how good what he is, I like about playing. this this matchup for the Jets? And obviously, I've got a little bit excited about the Jets and gone all in on them or whatever. Have, have you, but, Pete? Uh, yeah. You've not mentioned but that. What I like about this matchup is don't feel like the pressure. There's any pressure on the Jets. It's like it feels like a really good week one matchup for them in that. If we come in and Rogers hits and Wilson's ready to go and Dalvin Cook's there and everything clicks, they could just take the Bills by surprise and be really good. And if yeah. they don't, no one's going to get to the end and go, oh, can you believe they lost to the Bills? And I just think they'll be really up for it. They'll know there's an element of, right, this is our opportunity to prove how good we are as a team, as opposed to if they were playing the Cardinals or well, the Cardinals are that bad, it's probably a bad example. If they were playing someone like the Colts or the Texans or someone in week one and everyone's just expecting them to win, but the Colts and the Texans could be a little bit frisky and could have something to... It's like that. It's one of those games where I kind of think they play the Bills and they lose, they're 0-1 and nobody's going to be going up, like slagging off the Jets too much. And I think that might just give them the opportunity, that might just give them the right mindset to go into their own win. Yeah, plus for your bet, you've got... You know, we've already said, you know, Dolphins Chargers, Dolphins could get a win there. Yeah. We've already got the Pats losing to the Eagles. Yeah. Jets win that. Top of division. So ready to go after week cash, one. Cash out, mate. Well, I remember saying when we went through the Jets schedule, they just need to get to, if they get to three and three, I'll be happy. I think that puts them in a position from because the, they've got a tough opening six weeks. Yeah, yeah. But if they get to three and three, so if they can win the first week, if they can win on Monday, they are up, off and running and I think they're ready to go then. Is that it? Have we previewed week one successfully? One, uh, there is one thing that I would like to finish on as the the curveball. Has uh, either of your Super Bowl predictions changed? Because I think Pete, I think no. if I remember right, you went Eagles, Bengals. Ian, you went Chiefs, Forty ers No, it hasn't changed. No, no, not for me either. Not, not until I see some proper football. Yeah. That's uh, me again in like three weeks, Sam. Okay. Um, I mean, I, ho- I hope I'm wrong. The Bengals are 0 and 3. Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> well, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not to the Bengals Eddie, anyway, so. Eddie is having a yeah. minor breakdown in I, the corner. I, well, my prediction will be all right, then, won't it? Yeah, um, I still have the Bengals to win it all, so, yeah. Remember, everyone follow us on the social media, so it's JMD Pod uh, on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. It's and on Twitter anymore. But... 
or X, whatever on. you want to call it. And then uh, it's not what anyone, we want to call it. Yeah. <laughs> and then if anyone wants to email in, it is jmdpodcast at outlook dot com. Yeah. Well done. Thanks, mate. Do we yeah. need a TikTok update? D- <laughs> still, still doesn't exist. The same as same as it's ever been made. Yeah. Threads. T- well, threads. The, the TikTok is flying. MySpace. Uh, <laughs> our, our Vines Bebo. account. Yeah. Our Vines account is going mental though. Is is MSN MS Messenger? Is that even something you can have an account on? I don't know. Uh, Reddit. Right. right, I'm ending this one. Um, cheers, uh, everyone, for listening. Uh, cheers, boys, for yeah, the good preseason. Luck. Good luck at yeah. week one. Yeah. Except, I think I'm playing both of you, aren't I? Oh no. Yeah. I hope you lose at least one of your matchups. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have a good week, boys.